Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Unofficial Expert Podcast with Sydney. And Marie. Ah, man. This is great. This is great. I'm excited. This is going to be a good episode. Yeah. I'm, I feel it in my bones. Seriously? Mm-hmm. I feel it in my joints. That might be osteoporosis, sis. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I'm feeling it. It's going to be great. Already high energy. Okay. Also... Quick positive note up top. Yes. Cindy got a new wig. I Super do. cute. <laughs> the guest is looking like, hmm. <laughs> the guest is looking at you and your, uh, you fell for the European standards of beauty, sis. Oh, gosh. So what? You got your turban on. It's fine. Yes, but this is the Indian. Mm. Also, West Indian. <laughs> also, I'm at my house and my hair is not done. So. I got a beret on. So honestly, I could take the wig off and just put the beret on and still live my best Dude, life. don't say beret. That makes me think of that terrible final episode of She's Gotta Have It when they dance to Prince, Raspberry Beret. It made you think of all of that? A beret? That's yeah, it? Yeah, sis, Raspberry Beret. I wasn't even it's thinking about any of letter, that. It's literally a letter. One word changed. Ugh, that last episode was garbage. Yeah, we can't even talk about it because I feel like people... I went. I was at a show and asking people have they watched it and they are like, uh, I couldn't make it through all of it. I was like, damn. Damn. They were like, I got to the, like, the fifth episode. I made it to the last episode and was super upset, but... Yeah. I can't... like. I'm one of these people, if I start watching something, I have to kind I have of to finish, finish it. it. It's like you might Unless as well. Unless it's really bad and I only made it through like... You got to finish it. You have the time. Come on. You might get to it and then you're like, oh shit, something changed. I'm watching Insecure now just to see how it ends. I don't care about the show. Really? Yes. All the main characters. Mbali going back with the, the doughy body, light skinned dude. Like mm-hmm. I just, I'm just like, well, I just want to see when his wife... <laughs> That's true. That's what I'm yeah. waiting for the I'm third season and be like, come on, girl, you fell for the okie doke with Gumby? The mm-hmm. okie doke with the, with the, just, he got just an out of shape body, squishy uh. body. But he's light skinned, he got baby hair, so that's but why. But with clothes, it looks like he should have a good body. And then he takes his clothes off and you're like, that's, that's it? Mm-mm. He pumping the Zara for men too hard, so no, I don't think he has a good <laughs> body at all. Sydney, uh, what were you an expert in this week? Can we talk about the, the past? Five days? Well, you and I have been going to uh, numerous holiday parties and just smashing it with velveteen love and, yes. uh, you know, crushed velvet, velvet on velvet, little lace, little something. You know, we killing mm-hmm. it out there. Uh-huh. And I honestly go to the holiday parties for the photo booth. I don't go there because I don't, dr- I don't drink and I honestly really don't care about the people who are there. I just want to take huh. pictures. So this is my highlight of the night and I just feel like people shouldn't ruin that because I love, I kill it in photo booths. I make sure the photos are great. Yeah, because you're photogenic. Ugly people don't like photo booths. Exactly. So I'm an expert in shutting down people in the photo booth. Can you please tell people what you're talking about? I don't like when you jump in people's photos and we not cool like that. Who are you? First of all, the line is mad long. So it's going to take us another 30 minutes just to take this. So I want to take it and I want it to be right. <laughs> okay. So we, me, you, yeah. our friend Alzo and Amina, uh-huh. we, we waiting on line. I'm, I see this girl and she keeps jumping in people's photos and she's bringing nothing to the table. Nothing. Absolutely. Literally. No smile. Nothing. No. Just jumping in and just... Mm. No ass. Like, just mm. she's jumping in and she, like, looks miserable. And it's yes. Like, you could have just Come saved on. by coats. Yes. So... She's in line with us, and I'm like, it's going to be the four of us. I'm looking at all four of you. You already told her. Yes. Yes. I'm like, it's going to be four of us. I just want a photo of us. Mm -hmm. And she's looking like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, okay. So then finally we get up, and we get in. And soon as we press start, she jumps in. And I touch her by her elbow, and I said, no, it's just going to be the four of us. And push her out <laughs> but she was in the first photo, and if you look at the series from oh the photo booth. Oh, my God. The girl looking miserable. <laughs> then she's not in nothing else, but the next photo was our friend Amina dying. I want to post Sydney the photo. <laughs> I want to post it. Looking like Regina George in the very front of the photo. It's not me. No. And she was gone. It's not mean girl. It's just... There's a long line. It's going to take us forever to get this photo again. So why are you ruining it? I mean, it? we also cut the line several times, bogarted the white people several times. That was rude, too. Um, so I was in a lot of photos, but, you know, whatever. I mean, don't let anybody just get in your photo. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. We're just but showing the guests. The series. The photo. <laughs> if you look at the first picture and then the second picture, it's hilarious. It's too much. It's like, listen, we're here to have a good time. And and also when you come to a holiday party, 
what are you wearing? What are you wearing? That's true. What are you I saw bringing? a lot of like, like flight jackets and like sweatpants. Sweatpants. It's like, like this a is, Forever 21 sweatpants. Let's be festive. Like put some Christmas lights on your shirt. Whatever. Do what you got to do so that people are like, yeah, get in my photo. You know, maybe sometimes your face is not doing it. Sometimes you just have to bring the energy. With your clothes. Mm-hmm. I guess. But I, I bring I just, all I just want to take pictures so. with people who it's going to get a lot of likes. That's all. <laughs> if it's not going to get a lot of likes, we can do this another time. <laughs> <laughs> Please. It's just going to be the four of us. <laughs> right. Uh, Marie, what were you an expert in? Uh, besides still sounding like a man... Um, uh, I was an expert at getting rich kind of quick this week. I made a decent amount of money. Oh. Right? I mean, most of it was like doing comedy shows for like six people. Right. But like they pay you either in check form mm-hmm. or in cash. Um, and then I worked an event with you. Oh, yes. And we were supposed to make X amount of dollars. Oh, tell the story, please. We were supposed to tell work the story. a private party dancing. I'm lying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't nobody want to see my back. <laughs> I'm just here to dance with Junior's, Junior's birthday party. party or bachelor party. Anyway, so we get there and none of the people are drinking. Nope. None of them are asking us to do anything. Uh, they had their coats on and they're ready to go before we were halfway through with the party. Yeah. So it was like, oh, well, guess. And we got paid at the beginning of the night. See, but that's the problem is that we got paid. Somebody just handed us the money. And we thinking, oh, this is like extra. This is a tip. It's an old tip. dude. He like peeling off cash, Peel, peeling he off had, money to give us. He had a wad of money. Like yeah. honestly, we could have just hit him over the head, take his cash, and run. We didn't even have to hit him, sis. We could have just tipped him over. He would have gotten up real slow. It that. was so much money, but I felt like he was giving it to us. Like, thank you, girls, for just being so beautiful. But it was like, no, this is your payment. Yeah, it was. It I was, was so hurt because I thought I was gonna make eight hundred dollars that night. Didn't make that much, sis. Surely didn't. Also, Sydney had me convinced I was going to make $800. I was like, yes. She was going to talk about like, when she was a waitress and she was making $9,000 a night. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm also going to make $9,000 tonight. Well, because a girl called me up like, hey, this guy is going to be there. He's, he pays cash. What's the moral here, sis? Don't listen to your friends. Yeah. Don't listen to your friends. Don't listen that to white are women. white. Exactly. <laughs> hey, white women. Thank you for listening. Uh, should we get into the, uh, the guests? We should. We should. Okay, well, intro our guest, sis. Okay, well, first of all, outstanding writer, mm. stand-up, mm-hmm. actress. Mm-hmm. Woman of God. Okay. She got a core. <laughs> she do have a core. She got a core. She got a savings account. Like, she's doing really well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, she is our telling the truth expert. Give it up for Chloe Hillard. Hey, hey Chloe. Hey. Let me see, Chloe. I feel like you a little bit low. Yeah. Say something else. You could, What's up? What's there, up? We, there you are. You could be loud. Uh, this, yeah, this is it. Chloe, how do you it? feel about <laughs> holiday parties or film Actually, booths? Actually, this year I didn't go to any. I haven't been to any holiday parties. Um, partially because I, one, don't really socialize with a lot of the people that go to these parties. And I find mm. it interesting that a lot of comics in New York City are jockeying, thinking that going to a holiday party is how they're going to get booked there, and it's never how you get booked. That's not why I go. I go mm-hmm. for the free open bar. Yeah. I go for the snacks, possibly a massage, because mm-hmm. Gotham Comedy Club did massages last year. I don't know if they're doing that again this year. Uh, but I don't go no. to network. Not I go not at all. for me. Lot, I think you guys are different cases, but I don't go to network either. But right. one, one for me, I'm not going to go to a club that doesn't book me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Definitely not doing that. So if I don't work that club, I'm not going there to partake and be up in their face. Why? It's like, why do that? Well, that's the thing too, but right? You see a like lot of people... Yeah, the people are jockeying for attention, mm-hmm. thinking that the, but the booker is drunk. They're not, they don't give a fuck about you coming in and eating mm-hmm. their fucking cheese sticks. This <laughs> 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 Chloe already telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell us a little about you? First of all, how tall are you? I'm six one. Wow, six one. A whole lot of women. You act like you don't know. I'm the gonna... listeners don't know, I know so I want to just yeah. Six, I'm six one. one. I've been this height since I was twelve. No, I twelve. Grown an inch since I was twelve. Yeah, I used to have growth spurts when I was a kid, like like six seven. I would cry and be like, "Mom, my body hurts." And like, well, you know, because your body hurts your body because hurts. it was growing so fast. Yeah, and so the doctor, she took me to the doctor, and she was like, "Yeah, she's growing at night." And so I had like stretch marks on my inner like elbows and knees and stuff. Oh my god! The joints grow. Yeah, it was weird. 
it's so funny because my brother, my brother, my younger brother is like only five nine. Damn, dude! I would know he wish he could switch height with you every time he sees you. You're a you. whole lot of women. Whole. Please. It's great. No, it's a wonderful. <laughs> Sydney, you looking at her like she uh, like she's Sydney, a snack. Sydney always be she be climbing in my little DM, always saying something. Oh, what, are we like, gonna do this on a podcast? Yes, yes, yes. What does Sydney say <laughs> or on your DMs? She's she's no, she's not. Um, she's very supportive, sistren. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's because Sydney's a creep. Okay, yeah, she's a creep. She be creeping on all our female guests and some of the males. Well. You went on vacation and you had all of the 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 titties out. Yeah. And I said, "Wow, this is what you gotta do. You gotta go out of the country to yeah. show those things." Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even know you had boobs like I that. Know nobody. Well, <laughs> most people don't. I just don't show off that part of my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, because I think um, because especially with comedy, we we stand on the stage. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of things wardrobe wise that I wouldn't wear on stage because you got to think about your angles. Hmm. Uh, my angles are good, so yeah. just you know, from yeah. straight on, my angles are good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from like, the side, it's like, who that boy is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Wesley Snipes, killing it up there. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, I don't want to be on stage with like cause, because I'm tall. If I'm wearing like a skirt or anything, if it's That's too a, yeah. short mm. angles, and then like if my boobs are low, if I you know if I get in the spirit of whatever I'm talking about, and you just your titties is bouncing, it's too distracting. It's too much. Mm. Yeah. Because when you first did comedy, you had your titties out. Sis. Out, sis. You had a low cut tie. I'm sure it was low to the navel. J-Lo Versace dress. Clay, I had just bought them. They were brand new. They still had the barcode on it. So I was like, yeah, I'm showing them. V-neck for everything. Yeah, yeah. It was a deep. It was a deep. V. It was a deep V. It was I, a V. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for being a respectful uh, woman, Chloe. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll try. Mm-hmm. But so Chloe's tall. You're 6'1", and then she's got this magnificent fro. But I feel like you normally don't have your hair out. I normally don't wear it like this. I I normally like will blow it out or braid it up or something. Like I, yeah. I do something to it before I, I just love it out. It always looks great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Super I, um, I um, The thing is, like, I do love a good crochet, I think, because it's just... Time consuming, like it's time consuming having to yeah. wet, wet, wet your hair and twist it out and play with it so yep. much. But yeah, I am um, also, I had stopped, I started doing crochet a while ago and mm-hmm. no shade. But like the thing about comedy is that when you're a black woman in comedy, people remember your look. And I was getting confused for other people mm-hmm. way too often. Mm-hmm. So, Marie, did, did you encounter that a lot? I encountered that regularly, <laughs> sis. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's not a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. I get real mad for you. I'm like, ah, excuse me? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, it was to the point, I mean, this is a couple years ago. So this was to the point where, like, I would show up to the club and the other person would be there and the bartender would pay them my money. Like, here you go. And they'd be like, no, that's not me. That's Chloe. What? And I'd be, like, standing right next to them. Like, you really think we, we don't look no- nothing hear, alike? Because our hair is the same. Yeah. If yeah. We, you you don't think, even if we were thinking about the same problem, like, nothing about, not one yeah. damn thing, not even your elbow, nothing. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> but that's because people just glance and they see a shape and a color. You know what I mean? They're not, like, looking at the details of your a face. A shape and a color. Yeah. You right, mm. Chloe. You so, right. But now, I think when you get to a certain part, you know, like, you guys are recognized well, people know you. You know you can do anything. You can change your hair any day of the week, and people will still know who you are. But when you're first starting out in this business, it's best to keep your hair a certain kind of way. Yeah, um, I get it. I get that. That's fair. I you know, it took Rihanna a couple years before she started doing different colors mm-hmm. in uh, weeks. She was covering her forehead in the beginning a lot. Now she's real free about it. I yeah. mean, Sydney, same thing could be said about you. You was covering your forehead a lot when I met you as well. I had bangs for 10 years. Mm. And I haven't seen you with bangs in legit that two years. That shows how much yeah. you've grown. Mm-hmm. That shows how much comedy has You see has how much confidence me. I yeah. give you as a friend. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Chloe, stay like, hey, as soon as you stop wearing those wigs, I really feel like you can flourish. I do. <laughs> <laughs> she's so telling the truth, sis. As soon as you wear your real hair yep. I mean I just feel like you'll really be yourself she wants you yep. to get your Lupita Nyong'o on. no Mm-mm. you can do it the, you, so you come to my house and do my hair then because the I've way I've offered to do your hair and you've always been like Sydney doesn't your girlfriend do your hair damn Marie you what? acting like that's what the issue is. Somebody's already helping you do it and you're not wearing it out. The thing is you have to, this is when you talk about truth, mm. you can't be truthful 
until you're true with yourself. Excuse me? I'm not saying you. I'm oh, just okay. <laughs> I was like, when did this turn to? Surprise <laughs> intervention. <laughs> <laughs> Fix no. your damn wig. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I think wigs are cute and all that stuff, but I do believe that I don't want to say, I don't want to make it about you and wigs, mm-hmm. but I feel like if you aren't true about where you stand with yourself, it's hard for you to give input or advice to other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're not being honest about yourself, like, I know what my flaws are. I okay. know what my shortcomings are. Oh, Chloe, what are some of your flaws? Yeah, let's talk about it, sis. Yeah. Okay. Let's some get into my it. Flaws, I would say I am, I am really super focused, but not to the point where I'm not really good at letting other people in to my, to my zhuzh. You get what I'm saying? Okay. And especially when you have a strong network, like Mm -hmm. I'll still, I'll do the work twice as long by myself than just being like, Hey y'all, y'all want to mind helping me do this thing? And I think because I have a loner personality because I was bullied as a kid and I was the only child. But you're so tall. Why were you bullied as a kid? You you look like the bully, Chloe. Uh You look like you step on all the kids. Yes. You you step to the teacher Mm -hmm. like we're going to recess 30 minutes early today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I was the youngest. I started school at four. So when I started school, I was literally the youngest in the class. My birthday is at the end of the year, December 28th. Mm. So when I started school, kids were already five, already, you know, like a year or half a yeah, year. Yeah, but Chloe, I started school early, too. My birthday's in also, September. Yeah, I was And also, I was little and skinny, and I was the bully. I was the biggest, and I didn't have any siblings. So I didn't understand ah. the art of, like, snapping and roasting and, you know, mm-hmm. talking shit or, like, oh, she did it. Like, I wasn't the type to, like, put... <laughs> People, you know what I mean? So I'm like honest Abe in school, and they just you're up. Yeah, but that's why they was they were making fun of you, dude, because you were like yeah. honest. You were yeah. like, I cannot tell a lie. I, was, I cannot tell a lie. I hit this Chinese boy with a car because he tried to play with the toy that I was playing with first. Since I, I was, was like, playing. that's mine. I was playing with it yesterday. I was Tiki Tiki Timbo. No surrender. Uh, that's what it was me. And I was just like so meek and I, I couldn't. I was bullied a lot too. That's so crazy because mm-hmm. like now y'all are the bullies and I'm like the meek one. Excuse me? That is a Devil fucking is lie. A lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Look at y'all ganging up on me right now. <laughs> 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 we will not be doing this victim of that. Oh, gosh. i so little. So, you, so you, you speak your truth. You... Okay, wait. So when did you find your voice? Because yeah. being an only child to mm-hmm. me is uh, like a handicap in my mind. Just as somebody like... Really? Yeah, because when I think of people... You have to be so... Your, your parent has to be very vig- vigilant in socializing you. If you're not right. socialized... You got to find other people to play yeah, with yeah. when you're young. Otherwise, like, you you learn to play by yourself and be that's, by yourself. That's so weird to me because I do have a brother and sister, but I didn't grow up with them. So I almost was like the only child. And I, my family wouldn't let me play with people. They didn't trust nobody. They think like... No, every- I understand that. My family was the same way, but mm-hmm. I had an older brother and a younger sister. So like I was home with them. Mm-mm. I played by myself a lot. But now, like as an adult, I still know how to talk to people. That's yeah. all I do. Yeah, but there's but there's a cutoff point. You know what I'm saying? Like you you can talk to people and hang out with them, but at a certain point you'd be like, I'm over it. Like I get over it really quickly in social settings. Like if it's a, a shit ton of people, when I go to a function, I'm not really I'm not really the type, especially being a comic, people think you walk in like, Oh, I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna yeah, be the center. Right. Like that's not me. I'm in there like scoping out in the corner, chilling, talking to people I know. So how like, did you how did you turn that into being able to get on stage and do stand-up. Yeah. Well, because I view stand-up as less of a, an attention-seeking thing and more of I have something to say. So that's why you got things to say, Chloe. Yeah. You just uh, you just did an hour. Mm-hmm. You recorded an hour I and did. it was dope. It was so good. Thank you. Your laughter is all up in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's so rude. I am. They're like, who super fuck? supportive. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that loud uh, cat in the background? <laughs> <laughs> I was like the trainer joke. Ah, crying. <laughs> They're like that girl's been through it. I'm like, no, yes. that, but that happened that day though. I did it literally that day before my hour. I went to the gym and I ran into this guy that I had dated for a short time, and mm-hmm. he ghosted me, mm-hmm. which Rude. is my truth. Which is also, you know, I'm at the point now where I'm definitely feeling more comfortable telling things that show me being played on stage. You know, instead mm. of like. You know how you have a situation where you definitely got played, but you got to finesse it? Cause yeah, you, you got to make it sound like you did it. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, be yeah. like, this nigga ghosted me. But yeah. that's crazy, Chloe, because most comedians, I mean, uh, I'm not going to say, the what, like white men, they are always talking about how they get played. 
Like that's their whole yeah. set. Oh, it'd just be one crying therapy session. Yeah. yeah. But that's but that is because their whole intention is to get on stage and denounce Complain. their privilege. That's mm. really what it is. Mm. Speak that truth, Chloe. Because, yes. because if they go in there and they're confident, I mean there I've seen some there are some white male comics who are super confident in air and come across as being arrogant. Yeah. But that's their whole thing. But they're also very attractive. So you can't be mediocre, mediocre white face. Mm. And then have an audacity to be like I'm basic beige and bold. Yeah. yeah. So they have to do that like self-deprecating shit a little bit, or or be like snarky in order mm-hmm. for people to be like, oh, okay, I get it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. So they don't have that. I mean, but I don't think I don't think a lot of black male comics are that boisterous either. I don't think really? they go on talking about how they the shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, sis. No. Not really. I mean, they go up there with like a different type of swagger to them. Like they they carry themselves confident, but they're not saying. Yeah, they're not saying. Right. But you feel it. You get the vibe, but they're not on stage being like, I'm the shit. But they're not like, woe is me, though. They're not like I live with my mom and I, uh, you know, I make no, boxes. They like, I like, my, no, they be like I live with my mom and I still bring bitches home. Yeah, and that's like, what oh, they do. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and I make boxes. Like they do all that. That's <laughs> the boxes. And I make boxes for a <laughs> living. Pay a phony bill. Uh, okay, right. So Chloe, yeah. How does that? How does you? Okay, so you don't say because you have something to say. I get on stage because I have something to say, and I think the. Two things happened. One, when I first found my voice, I had been bullied all of elementary school, and it wasn't until like fifth grade where I just snapped. I literally. Ooh, what snapped. happened? You went all carry on them? No, I went crazy on this one. Like we were standing in line at dismissal, mm-hmm. and this one girl had been just giving it to me for a while, like just smart. You know, like like you know how somebody could just say something real slick and low, yeah. and the teacher don't hear it, and they just see your reaction. Uh, yeah. And oh they, yeah. And I always got I always got blamed for being a bully because I was the biggest. So it's like you know I they would say crazy shit to me all the time, and then I would like spaz, say something back, say something back, and they'd be like, Chloe, why are you doing? Yeah. You know, like or if they they would throw shit at me all day, and then I would like throw something back, and they'd be like, you hit them, you know. So <laughs> it's so I, that was happening. So it was like psychological warfare, and finally <laughs> this one day, this chick said something to me, and I literally lost it. She had pigtails, and I grabbed one of her pigtails, and I literally swung her back and forth like yes. a ragdoll. And then get when, your due time, girl. Literally, when we went outside, like everybody was like, "Chloe lost it." Like everybody knew, like it was like, "Oh, this she the girl deserved it." Chloe lost it. And so we went outside, and my mother was there, which is rare because my mom, by that point, like fifth grade, she would come, but not every day. But she was there that day, mm-hmm. and the teacher goes out, and she's like, "You know, Chloe got into a fight with this girl, and you know." You really should talk to her. Like, basically, but even the teacher knew. Like, it was to the point where the teacher was like, your daughter finally, finally lost it. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, was it I a celebration? Know. It was like, it was like the girl, everybody knew that the girl was troubled. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, the teacher wasn't really She's mad Spanish? No, no, no. She's she black? Spanish. Yeah, I went to school with, like, the Cosby kids. Mm. Um, all the kids in my class were kids with doc. Like, teachers were, their parents were, like, engineers, doctors, lawyers. Oh, okay. Like, Where'd you go to school? Yeah, Wednesday reunion. In Clinton Hill. Okay. Ah, yes. Clinton Hill. Um, and so, when my mom came, my mom was like, is this true? I was like, yes. And she was like, okay. Like, <laughs> all right. You know, because she knew I had been through so much. And so, that was kind of, like, the start. And then after that year, I left a school and I went to um, another junior high school for gifted and talented it's mm. called Philippa Schuyler. Okay, tell them and, credits, girl. And Gifted and talented. Was, okay. uh-huh. And it was all West Indian kids. Yeah, so loud, That's boisterous, another level of bullying, then. No, That's no, another no. level of black. They didn't bully me. They was like, fuck it, open your mouth and say some shit. Like, really? They would have typed the like stuff. Like, they kind of gave me a confidence because I hung out with like all the big girls. I was a big girl. So they was like, no, we, we fucking killing it. And I was like, oh, we killing it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they just was like, nah, like all, like all your insecurities that you have, like in our culture, that's not a, like, that's not a thing. Yeah. And so that gave me a confidence to kind of speak up a little bit more, and I kind of found my voice. And and then from there on, I you know I knew I wanted to be a journalist, so I was like, well, at least let me use my voice to help other people. And so a I think, journalist, yeah. Sydney. Yeah, I knew that. Did knew you that. ever want to help people with your voice, though? Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. Like you're really just—that's uh, each one, teach one right there. Mm-hmm. You're just you're trying to help, and yeah. that's important because you have a platform. 
Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think all of us with this podcast, you know, everybody that does this or stands on stage, I think that mm-hmm. we have to be, we have to realize that you, even though we're sitting in this apartment, we're talking to each other, like these words will live on and affect whoever's hearing it. And so you have to have some sort of accountability. Okay. When, I mean, you know, the, tweet, the, tweet, the people who tweet, they tweet at us. They be like, thank you. We, I listen to your podcast at lunch break and it, it helps me because I've had a bad day mm-hmm. and y'all make me laugh. And I was like, oh, that's not even how, where I thought you were going to go with that. I thought no. you were going to say like people tweet things out and they feel like those words don't mean anything. Uh, but people be getting fired from Twitter all the time. Yeah. 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 Like the lady that was going to Africa and got on a plane, like oh, a yeah. 20 hour flight and was like, going to Africa, hope I don't get AIDS, tweeted it, closed her phone, landed and had already gotten fired. Yeah. Like while she was in the air, the tweet had it gone viral. Like, do like that. hashtag, did she land yet? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did she? <laughs> We're going. Yeah. And I think also when it comes to being honest, I think people think that, that, how their personal opinion is true honesty. And a lot of times we com- we misconstrue the point. I feel like honesty... Yeah, speak on that. I think honesty should not have your personal interest invested in it. It should hmm. just be the honest So people speak the their truth even if it's not the truth. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so- but I think you should be able to speak your truth without saying, like, where you're like, in my opinion, this is how I feel. But they don't preface it that way. Yeah, but even if that is how you feel, also, in my opinion, if my opinion don't match up with yours, mm-hmm. in my opinion, you should be okay with getting punched in the face what? or getting fired or no. something bad happening to you. Yeah. I'm not saying that like fighting somebody because you don't agree with them is right, but like if your thing is offensive mm-hmm. and I, I happen to be standing there See, with somebody who's the offended, thing is, like my truth, I feel like this thing as the truth and you and then your truth. Okay. Okay. So your truth is about where you stand, your philosophy, your mm-hmm. ideology, your heart, your emotion. That's your truth. The truth is something different. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people project their personal truths as the finite. All end all be all truth. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't believe in that. Did. I don't. I don't believe in that. But I do feel like you should be able to speak what you think mm-hmm. in your opinion, and people be like, okay, well, that's your opinion. I heard it. Yeah. I don't agree with it, and then move on. But that's why we are in such a problem situation we are now is because people don't understand that you don't have to agree with somebody yeah. In, order yeah. for, in order to be heard. Like, I don't have to agree with what you guys believe, but that doesn't mean that I have to disrespect you as a person. Exactly. And so people want to be right. They don't want to... People want to be heard, but they also want to be right. And and sometimes you can't you can't have both. But that's the problem here now is that everybody can be heard. Literally, every mm-hmm. people who can't read, people who can't spell, people who can't speak. It's like, dude, <laughs> like I don't care about what you're saying right now. They yeah. speak on topics that they have no idea what they're talking about. They didn't even they see one headline and then boom, they want to talk about the whole thing and they don't know what they're talking about. They're like, I'm an expert on this, mm-hmm. probably. <laughs> <laughs> you should come on the podcast. We'll find out. I'm probably an expert at this. So has telling the truth ever hurt you? Like, have you been in, ever been in a relationship where you told yeah. the truth and it was like, shouldn't have said that? Well, I haven't been in many relationships. I've only been in one what? relationship. Yeah. With watch who? a man, watch your mouth. Um, I, was, I dated this guy for about two and a half, three years mm-hmm. in my late 20s. Okay. Because I was a workaholic, so I wasn't really trying to date like that. You're busy. You booked and busy, sis. Booked, busy, blessed. Yeah, so we were friends. We were friends first, and Mm -hmm. we we always saw each other socially, and we just like kind of gravitated towards each other and started dating. Mm -hmm. Um, And the relationship was good. It kind of just got to the point where... I started doing comedy, and that wasn't a thing. It wasn't a. He was a journalist. No, no, he 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 worked in media. Okay. He encouraged me. Actually, he encouraged me a lot to get into comedy. He was like, "Get on stage, get yeah, that, yeah. get that." He was my biggest supporter till this day. He's still one of my biggest. Uh-huh. Wait, did he come to? He came to the one. Oh yes, you did yeah, tell yeah. me about that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so he's really sweet, good guy, and um, and when. Our relationship ended, I realized that I decided I was going to dedicate myself to comedy. And I didn't know how trying to factor in somebody else into that at that moment when I was still trying to master it. or Not master it, but, but navigate it. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that would be fair because I, the last thing I want is somebody telling me, oh, why are you going out tonight? I want to go out to dinner or come sit home with me and watch the game. And it's like, I can't. Mm. I Sitting can't up in my room. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. I wonder so, who so I feels to, like that. Mm, yeah, Sydney, so, I wonder who feels like that. I don't know, Marie. Who feels like that? What a peculiar feeling. 
Marie, you tell me. I don't have. I don't feel like that's this. I don't have a man. Okay. Well, me neither do I. Yeah, and I think, and as when you talk about that's being honest with yourself, like I could have lied to myself and be like, oh no, I wanted to be with somebody, even though I'm trying to, you know, dive into the second career, and I just would have, it just would have been problematic. Yeah. So also, just, see, that's what happens when you're a strong, independent woman and you don't need no man. You have money, you're your own place, mm-hmm. you have food in your fridge. Mm-hmm. You were like, ah, uh, yeah, you know what? It's not going to be fair no, to stay no, with no, him. No, but no. if you didn't have nowhere to go and your fridge was empty, you'd be like, I mean, I guess I like him. So, like, I don't really need to tell these jokes every no. night. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely know I struggled. <laughs> when, I ch- when I made the career change, I struggled. I was baroque. I was yeah, I'm talking baroque. about in the beginning. Absolutely. There's broke. no way you have food in your fridge all the time. Well, also because I quit, I, well, I, I stopped journalism and when I stopped I got, the last job I had as a journalist I got let go because it was a startup, it was a startup so you wasn't even ready for <laughs> the let go you, <laughs> you had your I lunch know. planned for the week and I'm they were like hey uh, Thursday's your last day and you're like, I realized this job wasn't for me I realized it wasn't for me so I worked really hard to get laid off I did, oh. I did just enough I planned it I did just enough oh, I wasn't cute. negligent but more that he had to at least respectfully lay me off. Right. And so I got unemployment. So I had unemployment and I was consulting. You still see doing that? Like you got to plan the unemployment. Yes, you yes. do. You can't... Listen, I believe in planning, but I don't do the planning all the time, but you I do believe do. in listen, it. Listen, I don't really believe in planning, but <laughs> I gave. I never give two weeks notice for a job. I just leave. Why? Yeah, why? Right. Why? That's, what I, that's what I used to do. Yeah. And one day I was like, you know what? I've been at this restaurant job for almost a year. I, and I wasn't happy. And I was like, let me go give them my two weeks notice. I'm a grown up. First time I gave two weeks notice, they were like, if you're not happy, you could just leave right now. I was like, I wasn't ready. You yeah. thought you were banking on another check for yeah. two weeks. Oh my God. Two weeks. And then they escorted me out. I was like, I think wow. I'm going to steal. steal some forks. Like, you going to walk jazzy, me out? They jazzy jeffed you, Marie. They watched me clock out mm-hmm. and then they were like, I was like, I'm not going to take oh, nothing. Oh, that, there, yeah, that, they, they were shady. That's shady. Unless they just didn't like Because I wouldn't have clocked and... out. I would have kept my hours going. I'm like, huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why they were like, go ahead and put your number. I was yeah. like, mm. <laughs> Damn, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, now I don't have a job. But uh, you're free, and you and it and it forces you to work harder for yourself. Being an entrepreneur is very important. Yeah, that story was from like a couple of years ago. I've been fired from many, many jobs since then. <laughs> but you don't consider yourself. You don't. Both of you don't consider yourselves to be entrepreneurs. Yes, when I file my taxes, I'd be like this. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to do that other form. <laughs> <laughs> Entrepreneur, can you explain? Entrepreneurship, can you explain it? You work for yourself. If you don't work, you don't eat. But like more, more, it's more hands-on than like if you don't go to a job. It's like you constantly have to cultivate means of income for yourself. Mm. You're an independent contractor. Okay, so that's us. That's mm-hmm. us. We do that. Yeah. We, we, we work from home and <laughs> we think of, we try to We walk do by a we work and yeah. look in it and say, oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. I mean, I think also because of the industry that we're in, people think that com- like comedy itself working in the city mm-hmm. is enough. No. But no. <laughs> it's not. You know what I mean? And I think um, there's so many, like you said, you guys hosted a party. Like there's so many other things you could do. You know, you all of us have done television, you mm-hmm. know, writing and all that stuff. You have to kind of cultivate it. It's not going, nobody's saying, oh, you a comic. So here's all the things you could do as a comic. Like nobody tells you that. You just got to. You got to figure out what it yourself. is. And everything that you do, you do as a comic is not the same thing somebody else Who's a comic can also do. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not trying to walk no dogs. I just can't. In my <laughs> soul, it won't allow me to do it. I'm going to tell the truth. I don't like dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like dogs and I still don't want to walk them. Yeah, I'm not picking no, up dog dogs. poop mm-hmm. in a little warm Ziploc bag. I cannot. Bag. But the thing is, you got to promote yourself. So you got to have a website. You got to have a resume done. I need done. to work on that. Mm-hmm. You don't have a website, Sydney? No, I don't. Mailing list or something. Why not? Why not? It's so easy. It's so easy. You just even if you just have a single page up with like how email me and here's my phone number. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do that. People want it. You don't have one either? No, I don't. That my boyfriend, the one that I had X amount of years ago for Christmas, got me a website. And what? It just, Marie. And then we broke up. So, so I never heard of that. Back? I mean, I never set it up. Like, I was in the process of like doing <laughs> thinking about what it would look like, Girl. and then we broke up, and it was like I can't then be like you're. Uh, yes, you can. You still doing that website for me that you promised me? Uh, yeah. You but can. all you needed was the page information. Yeah. You could have got somebody else yeah. to take care of it. I you got a plan. So your first order of business, both of you, 
It's taking a band to get me another website. No, before the year's over is to go and put up a web page, a web page at least, a photo of yourself, um, links to your work, links to your website, I mean to your podcast, an email address, and a phone number that they can reach you out. Get a Google Voice number so nobody's stalking your real life. Yeah, we don't need that. Google Voice that. Write that down, Marie. Make it happen because people will see you and they don't remember, but they can remember your name and they'll Google you. And I, every single job from being on television, mm-hmm. from writing for TV, mm-hmm. every single job that I've gotten has come through people looking me up through my website. Yeah, interesting. Single, last comic standing nightly show comedy via every single is people just calling my Google Voice number off my website and be like, "Hi." Do you have a manager? No, I don't have a manager, and I don't have an agent. Oh. and and how much does this page cost? A web page is free. Yes. Cindy, why we don't have a web page? Yeah. We can have a web page for the podcast. Yes. Yes, y'all, yes you should definitely have one for the podcast. <laughs> Marie. Because y'all, right. thinking, y'all thinking like this fucking 10 years ago when this shit was like thousands of dollars. I know. No. I'm like, since yeah. we got to go on GoDaddy.com. Yes. Or, I go to no. Wix, you can go to Wix. You can go to Wix. You can actually go to, you can make a page on Tumblr. I just wrote free. I just yeah. wrote the just word put free that down with a dollar sign. Okay. Yeah, go make it on Wix. W-I-X. We can work on that on Christmas. Squarespace. That's our news resolution. Yeah. Squarespace. Squarespace. Get it together. Yeah, I got plenty of photos. Just put them we up. We sure do. Uh, we sure do. It's too many. Just... Now, Chloe, you're obviously good at like giving other people advice to help them fix their life, but there are other things that you uh, claim to be good at that I wanted to maybe talk about. Um, absolutely. What other skills do you have that you feel like people listening might be um, I'm about? a I'm a big dick magnet. Hmm. Well, because you're a tall woman. Like, right. No, people with big dicks are like, yeah. She can no. handle this. No, no, not necessarily. You just have to know. You can, you can get a feel of Literally, no pun intended. Um, you can get a feel of whether or not a guy is packing. How? What is that? Because he walks real slow. Yeah. No, I've in my experience, the men I know that have huge dicks got good posture. No, um, <laughs> got bad backs. <laughs> they, um, I think they carry themselves in a way that's a little bit more subtle. Hmm. I don't know. So they don't talk much? So they don't, so it's not like. That mute nigga got 12 inches. Or he can't, He or he got a stutter, sis. I think I can. They just like, they just aren't pressed for the pussy. You with the dick? The way they carry themselves is very just like, it's whatever you want. It's like, you cool. Like, I'm not, I'm not Really? I feel like. I don't know, Chloe. The dudes that don't get pussy are humping your leg. The dude that has a big old dick is like, we cool. Like, and also because I'm honest person, I'm just if I feel like I've met you in a good enough situation and we're talking, it's a good conversation. I'm just gonna ask you how big your dick is. What? Chloe. You just gonna ask how big the Chloe. dick is up top? Ah, Listen, wait. Even you if you're a, not interested in them, you just gonna ask? You're a child of God and you're asking this type of questions. <laughs> yep. And brunch. At brunch. In the daylight? Because I feel like this, and this is what women don't realize. If a man fixes his mouth to start asking you sexually explicit questions, like, so tell me, because you know dudes say this shit, like, so what's your favorite position? Like, what kind of love maker are you? Like, just, cra- when you start asking me that, I'm going to turn around and be like, how, wait, how big is Marie, your Marie, has anybody ever asked you that? Sure, but not recently. I'm a lady now. <laughs> um, yeah. But like, yeah, that guys, men have never, I know men have asked you that. Me? Yeah. Early, like early, like getting to know, like first date, second date, they'll slip in a little sex question some kind of way. And you'd be like, what? I thought mm. we was talking about. I used to do that. And now my response is, wait, before I answer that question, <laughs> how big is your dick? <laughs> but can you tell when they lie? No, actually, most of them are so shocked that they end up just telling you the truth. They can't believe that you fixed your mouth. To say I don't that. even believe a man can tell the truth after that question. You got to no. do it yourself. Well, I mean, how you got to measure all, that shit yourself. No, wait, no. Every man know how big they dick is. They lying. They mm. lying if they say they don't know. I, Half I, of them can't even afford a ruler. No. No, you know what it is. They won't tell you. Most guys, if their dick is less than like seven inches, they'll be like, oh, you know. Uh. <laughs> 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 but if their dick is seven or better, they'll be like, oh, seven. They'll be like seven inches or oh, eight. Probably like nine, ten. One dude was like, "It's ten. and I was like, "You're lying." He was like, "No, it's ten. And I was like, "And, oh, and did you see, find out?" I damn sure did find out. And How was, was that? All of the ten inches. Oh my god! Yeah. Did you uh, introduce yourself to all ten of these inches? Yeah, I damn sure did. Yes. Wow. You could take ten inches, Chloe. She's six foot one, sis. 
You gotta just, you know. That doesn't patient. mean anything. That means she could have she could have a short uh, cervix. Mm, nah, no. it's not it her cervix small like uterus. Back. No, it's a pro, it's it's appropriate. appropriate. It's, it's sizable. Yeah. It's like you know people who are tall have big feet. Everybody who every woman, your womb is big. Like Yeah, but I, my insurance is not ten inch insurance. <laughs> yeah. I can't it's, take uh, that. It's that's like not four, for me. four less mm-hmm. is my insurance. Nope. Gotta, yeah. That oh ain't God. for me. I've seen one I was dating this dude who was from Ghana and he mm. he had like ten or I felt like more and I was like, No, I'm not doing that. Nope. I said, I can't, I will not. That's not going in my mouth. That's not going in my ears. That's not going through any hole that I have. my forehead. No. Nope. Please I, take your dick and go. I don't even have enough hand for that. Nope. Not doing it. Blocked your blessings. Most dudes. Blocked your blessings. blessings. <laughs> <laughs> Most dudes with big dicks, if they know, if they know that they have a big dick, they're not going to just try and like ram it in you. You, you probably get, like first couple times, you probably get half the dick in. They know not to go all the way to the base. If there's a half the dick, then it's the like, other half don't need to know me. Okay. Yeah. Why Hi, other this? half of the dick. <laughs> nice to meet you from all the way over here, Mm-mm. from eight inches away. We could be friends. I'm unapologetic in being a size queen. That's just what it is. And it's good because when you let people know, they know what they got to bring to the table. Yeah, but I feel like just Why because... are you looking at my... my, my <laughs> like you're looking at my... No, wood. I'm not. I'm looking, at your, I'm looking I'm, at your uterus right yeah. now, sis. I'm like... Chloe. So you've never been with a guy that had like a little dick? No, I have. I have. How long were you with him? (laughs) Like in a relationship? Yeah. I've only been in one relationship. Okay, so did you continue to hook up with this uh, troll? The guy with the big dick? No, The the, the little one. No, no. First of all, Two different conversations. I've only been in one relationship and I was very satisfied in that relationship. Okay. Yes. Okay. Got it. And when it comes to the big dick guys, you know, it lasts however long it lasts. Hmm. Yes, but how about the little dude with the little dick dude? Um, how long was he? We, all right, for? in the past, like probably six or seven years, have I been with a guy with a tiny penis? Um, maybe once, like sexually once, and then. And you got your own car, so you saw that you were like, "I'm out, <laughs> bye." <Yeah. laughs> I don't have to wait. You're like, do you validate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, two things: the guy that had the small dick, he like. I, we had went out a couple times, mm-hmm. and then I finally was like, okay, I'll go back to his place. Where'd he take you? Because the guy with a small dick is going to take you somewhere nice, like sushi and shit. <laughs> I'm like, I got to get you something nice to eat so you can be full, because yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah, fill yeah. you up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These shallow strokes is all you're going to get tonight. Okay, so you're going to need some more uh, uh, sushi for that. Yep. Yeah. Sushi for the table. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we went out, this is a while ago, we went out to a couple of restaurants, all Brooklyn stuff, because they, you know, I'm not local. Going to the city. Local, local bars and that you know a couple drinks and so on. so I was like finally okay I'll go back to his place mm-hmm. and this is the this is what I should have been like out the I mean I was out the door but even more so like I was like I'm never gonna talk to him again his place was a pigsty Ooh, talk uh, about it tell your truth Chloe so, talk about the truth so disgusting how I mean, disgusting you get ready to go on a date and you like there's an in the back of your mind, you think you might bring somebody back home, right? Like, I mean, you was, can't tidy up a little bit. No, it was beyond tidy up. It was like, it was like move shit with your feet, like Ugh. slide it over. You kept your jacket like, on. Oh, you're yeah, like, I'm keeping like, my jacket know, on when I go to the bathroom. Yeah, That's how nasty like, this I'm, place is. Yeah, I'm not taking my shoes off. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna hold my coat under my arm. <laughs> Listen, I, I went to a guy's house and he told me to take my shoes off, and I was like, you haven't mopped in seven years. I will not take my Sorry. shoes off. He said, take my. I, I said. So have you been taking your shoes off? Because it looked like you've been stomping all up and through this bitch. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. No. So place was disgusting. Place was disgusting. You knew you should have left, but I you stayed. Yeah, but I was like, well. You stayed you and feel still like the dick? the dick was going to be good? Or did you feel like it was going to be big? Well, this is what happened. We, I didn't know what I thought it was. You didn't have enough gas in your car. That's what happened. No. That was <laughs> <laughs> phone, phone was about to die. <laughs> I need to charge up. It was at 23%. <laughs> it was about to go yellow. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I can't get on the road like this. <laughs> I can't get on the road like this. <laughs> I can't be on a BQE with 10%. <laughs> so you and your dying phone stay at the house. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think if I remember correctly, he his place was a mess. His place was a mess. Um, but he was, like, really adamant about, like, you know, eat my pussy. So I was like, okay. Well, you know what? Yeah, you got time for that. The, we got a little the time. grace yeah, of God, mm-hmm. thankfully, um, he didn't have any condoms. So I was like, oh, good night. <laughs> 
Did you have your coat on while he was eating you out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, In you my did. mind, you yes, just you like <laughs> left everything on, yep. including your shoes. Yep, Probably, shoes, yeah. socks, everything. Yep. <laughs> she said, "Had her gloves on, sis." You yeah. you let him eat you out through the like little hole right here. You were like through the zipper. You were, like just <laughs> using the zipper. <laughs> Listen, you got to do what you got to do. Oh, my God. stand that. I love I that. I don't want to mm-hmm. deny him the pleasure of, you know, I pleasing mean, me. Yeah, I mean, some people, it, they, they get joy out of seeing other people who are happy. So yeah. I'm not one of those people. I'm so. not one of those folks. I don't, I've never understood it. If I'm not I happy, just, ain't nobody going to be happy. Yeah. I just really? don't get it. Yeah. Why yeah. That you that miserable? No, I'm not what? miserable. I'm a happy person. And but when I'm said, not, you said she said if I'm not happy, nobody's right. gonna be happy. When I'm happy, it's like gold falling from the heavens. It's like whatever. But like, and I'm usually happy. But if I'm not happy, I'm not gonna try to make you feel good. Not you specifically. Oh, Sydney. I took it as like if you're not happy, you fucking everything up. I thought it was like everything's burning because I'm not happy. No, I mean I might like start a little fire, but like I'm not gonna burn <laughs> everything. It's not gonna be. You know, California. Fire. That's crazy. I haven't seen you like that. When I'm not in a good mood, I'm not in a good mood, and I'm not gonna pretend to be. I think that yes, maybe you is a you don't pretend. You don't that. pretend. But I feel like you know, you stay to yourself, and usually people could tell when you're not in a good mood. Like, oh, let's give Marie some time. Mm. Give and some yet, time. sometimes it takes them a little bit of me yelling at them for them to leave me alone. Really? Yeah. A little Who bit. are you talking to? I'm just talking to the listeners. Okay, because <laughs> I was like, you're not talking to me. I'm talking to the listeners. <laughs> Wait. So Chloe has. Telling the truth ever gotten you in trouble? That's what I want to. Yeah. Like, so I have like, big dick has somebody with a little that. dick or a dusty dick or a dry dick ever no. pulled out? Or a and friend. you were like, because, damn. No, and they were like, you know why? Because it's about how you. It's, and it took me a while. It's, I used to get in trouble. I was about to lie. I used to get in trouble a lot because all my friends and the people that I cared about, when I would tell them stuff, they would say, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah, how would you say it, Chloe? Um, well, when I was younger, like college, early 20s, I would say it like, Literally, I'd be like, you know what you need to do is. Ooh, which is hate that. Not literally the line that's like, yeah. you don't really want to be my friend yeah, because yeah. because it's like you're forcing them to mm-hmm. change or be somebody that they're not. This so, is me. Yeah. So I, instead of me being like judgmental, yes, in my honesty and being like I know everything. Especially because you can't really act like you know everything when you don't have life experience. And here I was like 19, early 20s, 20, 21, being like, you know what you need to do. And I what didn't you really have need to do is. So I don't do that anymore. So now when, I, when I'm when i having a conversation with somebody and they ask my opinion, which is also key. Mm-hmm. One, let the people ask for your opinion or ask what you think. Mm-hmm. And then if it's about them personally, I would say, well, have you thought about? Are you you got to switch it up. Okay. Are you open to... You got to let them think it was their idea. Well, yeah, but it's like, it's. I'm still saying a truthful thing, but it's like, I'm not forcing it on them. It's like, well, have you thought about... If you say to me, oh, I think I want to I wanna paint my apartment, I'm like, well, have you thought about like pastels or browns or whatever? Like, whatever it is, you know, and I would say, because I feel like that's a good vibe for you and what you're going through right now, it'll help cheer you up. And you're mm. like, oh, I haven't thought about it. And I'll, you'll give more thought to it versus be like, make this bitch... Fuchsia. Fuchsia is the only color that's going to... And even like, no. Even if it mm. was a color that I like the way you delivered it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you low-key like be like manipulating people by like not telling them. No, Chloe was like, no shade. I just feel like when you wear your real hair, you'll, you'll, you'll be yourself. I do. <laughs> and I do believe that. I believe yeah. that only because I know what... I know you well enough to know what your hair means to you. What? What does I it mean to me? my hair. <laughs> I am not this kid. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I know what I know what your aesthetic means to you. So I know so when I say that I'm saying it because I feel as though and I didn't want to bring it on you in your wigs, but you did. So I feel like I brought it upon myself to get these truths. <laughs> no, I feel like I feel like your initial reason for wearing wigs mm-hmm. may have been because of what you did for work. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so it was filling a role. Mm. But also, aesthetic. not it's not time consuming. I get my hair done and then boom. When the next time you got to get your hair done? Me? Yeah. I washed it yesterday, so in a week. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. so the reason why I said it is because when you were in that line of work, right? You couldn't be the black queen yes. that you You had are. to fit an aesthetic. 
Yes. And the way that people perceived you was based on that aesthetic. Yes. Because you were selling a vision, a dream, an experience. Mm-hmm. Right. But comedy is about who you are innately as a person. So that's why I say when you become fully appreciative and own who you are Ooh. from nappy roots mm. to chip toenails. Mm. Then you can I own my nails, sis. Not your no, nappy roots. I'm just saying, I'm yeah. saying that you can stand in your truth on stage and that way nobody yes, can be critical but of Currently you. her truth is silky body twist. <laughs> <laughs> it's a middle part with a little bit of concealer on it and a body twist. Her truth currently is a 22 inch okay. to the waist or a blunt body. And I'm not saying that you never have to wear a wig again. I'm just saying that, you know, you you can when the wig isn't a masking thing or a, a part of your personality, then it's just an accessory. Then it's literally just an accessory. You hear that, listeners? Put that hair away and stand in your own truth. Mm. Walk in your own light. Sounds Whatever expensive. that means. Sounds like standing in my light is expensive and time-consuming. I mean, wigs cost money, too, though. Yeah, so they do. That. They cost money. I'm, and I don't want anybody listening to be like, well, fuck this bitch. I, I mean, I uh-uh, not, they with you. Chloe has hair, yeah. visitors. Yeah. No, she I got hair. When you straighten this, how long? It's how long is past it? my shoulders, but I also have wigs. I have wigs. I do crochet. I do braids. I do protective hairstyles. But mm. those things are not synonymous with my identity. Is what no. I'm saying. Yeah, you're and right. So I'm saying you can still wear wigs, but it shouldn't be a big crux of who you are and mm. how you present yourself. That's. I mean, it's gotten to the point now that like white people say the word wig and they look at Sydney. Uh. Like, wig. <laughs> <laughs> they're like a black girl with a wig, yeah, and then they'll like ring. gesture at her with their. Oh chin. my god! And I'm like, I, I don't say nothing about wigs. I'm That's like, you know, Noah like, Garden Schwartz, and he rude because he think he's, uh, you know, partial black. I mean, he said something about wigs yesterday, and then you stuck your head out, and he was like, "Oh, a black <laughs> one with a wig." He and felt everybody, comfortable. Everybody laughed. He was comfortable. He was he was comfortable. But That's, when is no? When is a white, a tall white Jewish man not comfortable? Mm, yeah. Facts. Honestly, I mean, they're the most comfortable people. you right. in the world. Uh, Chloe, if you could say, if you could tell the truth to somebody you maybe didn't tell the truth to in the past, could we? What would that be? Who would you talk to? What would you say? Hmm. Who did you lie to or keep something from? Now's your chance. I don't. I don't think I have a moment where I wish I had said something differently to somebody. Really? You never, like, you don't never be in the shower like, ah, I should have said, and then you come up with, like, a whole I feel like you watch what you say. Like, yeah, because I realized that I, there are times when I have been flippant, you know, when you just be talking to me, talking, and people, like, I've had, I've had two instances of people coming to me years later and being like, you know, because when you said that thing to me, it really made me feel like shit or it really made me like reevaluate. And I'm like, I don't give a fucking know what I said. Like, they brought it years back? They was holding on to back. that? Mm-hmm. You gotta let that shit go. I didn't even realize, like, you know, I, a friend of mine, a friend of mine at the time, she stopped talking to me. And I, I, initially I just thought she was like in her feelings about something that didn't relate to me. But then yeah. she came to me years later and was like, yeah, because I just felt like you, like you said X, Y, and Z to me. And I just felt like that wasn't supportive. And I was like, I honestly didn't even put any weight behind it. And so right. I think right. she also was dealing with her own stuff as well though. Cause if I'm you if sure. one thing you say one thing to me and I'm not gonna speak to you like and not even address it, that's like I got a whole bunch of other mm-hmm. things going on in my life as well. Yeah, but how much stuff between them had been brewing. You yeah. know what I mean? That's like, the thing is like because if you're not exactly if you're not honest, like if you you two are, are really close friends and I feel like in at any infraction you should bring it up because it'll just breed contention and mm-hmm. then Next thing you know, you'll eat her last potato chip and she'll be like, fuck this friendship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, you kind of right. have to. And I think I'm more mindful, especially when it comes to like my friends and family, to address it as much as I can before it becomes a big thing. Before so it becomes if yeah. I don't like something, if I feel like you said something that I didn't appreciate, then I'll, you know, and I'm and I'm not above apologizing. So I will apologize. Cause you know when you know when you care about people, you can tell when you hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think an immature person be like, so what they'll get over it and a lot of times yes that's rude I think that's rude yeah you kind of have to apologize and you know say I'm sorry I didn't mean to offend you or hurt you you know and also the apology has to be good you can't just be like I'm sorry that what I said hurt you versus I'm sorry for what I said 
Yeah, I'm sorry that you you didn't like what oh, I said. I hate when people don't apologize. Feel that way? Yeah. No, don't don't apologize. Don't be apologizing about my feelings. Apologizing about what you said to make me feel this way. Mm-hmm. Take ownership. Chloe, you, you should be like a mediator or something. Yeah, in a past life, maybe I was. Or like a pastor's wife, yeah. a youth minister. Mm-hmm. You had. I felt like you could do a little book. You do a little mm-hmm. book. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. You could do a little uh, fix your uh, fix your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. mm-hmm. Is giving me Oprah at four yeah, yeah, vibes? Yeah, I see it. I see it. Maybe. You'd be Oprah in a sweatshirt. You just be Down sitting on a yeah. couch, mad comfy. Yeah. What's the end goal for you? Like what? Like in an ideal world, where would you end up? Uh, in ideal world, I I, I have my own company now but really bringing it to fruition like from beginning to end I want to write produce direct mm-hmm. uh, you know not necessarily starring but appearing works that I create mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about creating my own my own thing I mm-hmm. don't really rely on other people to do stuff for me mm-hmm. and I think that comes from the bullying and being the only child so I definitely want to incorporate people into my vision but I'm yeah. not going to compromise who I am and what I want to achieve to fit in somebody else's stuff exactly. and it's okay to take a, a little bit more time but to be 100% happy in who you are what you've achieved. Oh, that was like that was like the most well thought out answer to that question. Oh my, I that feel I like feel you've like, been having that on you. Like that's just a question that I let that out yeah. into the universe. She was yeah. ready. She was prepared. Sydney, if I asked you the same question, would you even like what is your end goal? My end goal? Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to believe in myself more because I, I have good ideas. Take I, off the wig, sis. No, bitch. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the belief I'm so starts. I'm tired of you. You got to go. Bald headed and full of belief. <laughs> no, I mean, that is, it is, it's symptomatic, though. Oh, you know that, right? So tired. Mm. I can't. Mm-hmm. I my can't. hair look like shit. My hair looks crazy. No, listen. I Today. a lot of it. It's no, mainly for convenience. I understand it, but you also got to realize that the convenience is sometimes is shortchanging you appreciating who you are. Mm. If you if you're constantly ignoring, it's like being fat. It's like yeah, I could go work out, but. I don't want to spend the time, the hour and a half a day, or I don't want to change my diet. It's much easier to eat a McDonald's. Like the convenience, convenience can also kill you. Mm. What does it kill Sis, my hair's not fat, okay? <laughs> <laughs> my hair's not fat. <laughs> it's just financially unstable. Oh, and man. Hair is That's hard. It. It it is. Black girl hard. hair is hard. It's extremely hard. And sometimes I'm just like, as another woman telling a woman, like, well, you should just, you know, I feel like you could do this with your hair. It's like, can I can, come over my house and just I'm help me every willing, day? I'm more than willing to show you how to do different styles for your hair. I see the tutorials. Y'all gonna say you don't need Chloe. There's tutorials all over you. I see the tutorials and I see them and I'm like, that's nice. That's nice. But you don't believe it works for you. Mm-mm. Listen, I could barely like, and that goes back to the do the coloring books. I can't draw in the lines. How I'm going to set up my hair, but that, do these but braids and but whatnot. But you understand that that is a part of the confidence. Mm. So what I'm saying is that your hair is not literally your hair. It's symbolic of other things. Uh. So when you're saying that you're not confident, I wish I had more confidence. We're like, well, wear your hair. I don't want to do it because I don't feel like I'll do it. That's all, all of that is confident. Damn, dude. Full circle. <laughs> Chloe, are you the hair expert? <laughs> because I feel, I feel like, like you are. I feel like you really are. Okay, so finish your goals. You said you want to be more confident. I just want to be more confident in, in my ideas because I have really good ideas and when I flesh them out, I know that they can come to something bigger than what they are just in my head. Good. And I think that's like where it first starts. Good. Just making sure my ideas are on paper mm-hmm. and me being able to pitch them properly so people be like, oh yeah, I'm on board with that. Because mm-hmm. I see shows and I'm like, what was the pitch for that? How did they make yeah. that happen? Because mm-hmm. that don't make no damn sense. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of bad TV on TV. But some great pitches. They was in that room like... Well, we know people that like they are constantly on pilots and they're constantly shooting shows, but the shows be trash and they get canceled after the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. But that person is on something else in like another couple of months and you're like, well, what? What are these meetings? Look, yeah. what, what it's a pitch. Once, what they be wearing? Once you sell yourself, then they always earmark you, especially yeah. if you're a person of color. They're like, oh, we need a black woman. Okay, we have 10 women that we've met and seen that we like. We just drop them in until one fits. And then also, you got to realize when you do pitches, everybody in the room, which is why I'm more prone to like do stuff on my own or like with my own network of people, whenever you go to a business meeting, Every look around that room, that conference table. Everybody in that conference table has to 
has to validate their salary. So mm. every single person is going to try and figure out some little way to add a Diddy hi-hat mm-hmm. to your shit so that they look good and it gives reason oh why they make $200,000 a year. Right. So you go in there with your own pitch and it has to go through a filter of 10 people, whether they're qualified or not, yeah. and they all end up changing your shit and then you end up having a product that you fucking hate. Because everybody had to put their hand in it. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, don't think that you need a network or, or industry people to validate you. Sometimes you just may have to do shit on your own. Yeah. Boom, shaka, laka, boom. Thank Chloe. you. Chloe, this has been so everything and more. I just, I wasn't expecting it to be this deep, but also I feel like nice I see well. you now. You got crystals in your pocket? Yeah. No, I love it's my a, home. Oh, you, but you do got crystals, though. Yeah, 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 you, you put, sleep with somebody a pillow? Yeah. You hey. put incense in your cervix? What's up? No. I feel like incense. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you got the energy, the chakras and everything. You got a you got a dream catcher tattoo on your lower back. You got a third like eye on your clitoris. What's up? Sis. Yeah. Word. Wow. <laughs> Chloe, where can people listening catch you? Oh yes. Um I have a podcast. Marie is going to be a guest on it very soon. Mm-hmm. It's called Social Misfit with Chloe Hilliard. Mm-hmm. And you can see me on ChloeHilliard.com. I have all my shows listed. Join my mailing list on my website, ChloeHilliard.com. Join my mailing list because I send out exclusives in the new year of video clips and show promotions mm-hmm. and ticket sales and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So join the list. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter, Chloe underscore Hilliard. Can you spell Hilliard? Hilliard. H I L L I A R D. Boom. Hilliard. You can catch us here every week or catch us on Patreon for bonus Patreon, episodes. Please. Every freaking Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that was beautiful. This is so good. Sydney, come over here and let me grease your scalp. Ah, uh, will you do that for me? No, I wouldn't. Bye, oh, no. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.